American, no. you know, everyone let's get along. White boating is when you're somewhere and you are doing a no wake limit and you go like this. Just that. No, that's, not that's white boating. Not in Miami. Like on Lake Arrowhead. You uh, pass and nah. go. How are you, sir? Good to see you. So you got the kids out. All right. No. There was there were those people, right. but they were amped up too. Right. The kids were like, yeah. And everyone's yeah. everyone's like, you know, I'm like, Well, I feel like Miami This is amazing. Nothing about Miami is very hey, how are you? I mean, I feel like yeah, you, you no. wake up there fucking Yeah, it's like in yeah, a vibe. It's just good. The food like, you know, there's like a lot of good there's a lot of good Hispanic food and there's beautiful women and you know. Yeah. I went to I went to um my friend Nicole Amato is uh I know her she was a she's a fitness model and entrepreneur from a, that we met in LA at Equinox years ago and she's uh her and her dude live out there now and so we went and did a boxing class. I went to um what is it, Fifth Street Boxing and Dino? They, these, these, this is where Muhammad Ali used to train. Dude, I got my this shit kicked out of me. Yeah. They beat the piss out of me. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and then we went out to lunch, and the, there were all the cops were in this diner. Yeah, I seen that. So yeah, so I was like, hey, can I'm like, I'm like, just give me the tab. I'm like, just. I'm paying. Now, did you go up to them or did they recognize? I went up to them and on. paid, and they and they were like, and then I sat down, and the guy was like, are you? The marker guy and yeah. I was like, yeah, and like I knew it. They all like ran out and they were like, can we take a picture? I was like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and then we talked. We just had lunch with the cops, yeah, man, and hung out and talked and and it was cool. You know, they're going through a lot and uh, yeah, the I think it was I don't I think it was a sergeant. He there there's a you can take a deputized course there, and it's a training course for three weeks and it's like four hours a day. You have to volunteer for. So I might, when I'm done with the record, I might fly to Miami and stay with my friends. And get deputized? And yeah, in Miami. is like Deputy vexed. I know, right? It's the ultimate Uncle Tom move. Uncle Deputy Tommy vexed. <laughs> I'm just adding things to my, you know. Yeah. And then I might go out there and study to be an interventionist. So. Well, we got uh, a lot of work to do, Shane. Yeah, yeah. I uh, So about a week or two ago, I had to Google LEO because I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And don't act like you're not with me, a lot of you people. So once I realized it was law enforcement, you know officer, what a PO is, though. Yeah, I sure <laughs> do. I've had both parole exactly. officer and probation officer. There you um, go. I'm actually looking to get my record expunged too, but we'll get into that. If there's any um, attorneys who they, I know there are some yeah, criminal attorneys. I think I, I think I have to go to mass in person. So hit me up and let me know about that. But um, uh, fucking. I forget what I was going to say now, son of a bitch. You were saying about Leos? How you had to look it up? Oh yeah. Uh, so, um. We, we have a, there's a lot of, you know, cops, ex-military guys that follow us. And, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy to me to think in this day and age of how far I've come and how I lived on one side of the street for so long and how I don't view it like that anymore. I don't mm. think all cops are bastards and I don't just want to kill cops. I, I've had a lot of shitty experiences with cops, with correctional officers, but... At the end of the day, I also know a lot of them that are good guys and are just doing a fucking job and have to deal with a lot of stuff. So um, to all the all the uh, law enforcement officers um, retired or still serving that have reached out to us and, and that I've talked to personally, uh, thank you for your service and thank you for being a first responder and uh, putting up with the fucking madness of the world right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's all the perspective also has to do with where you are in your life because obviously... Dude, I got when I was a kid, I got arrested a bunch of times. I was in the bullshit and and I was lost, right. you know. And so when I'm on the opposite side of the law, and I'm not taking accountability for myself and my own behavior or lifestyle, obviously they're the bad guy, right? You know what I mean? Like, and that's and that's uh, you know, as I 
as like through my recovery and through sobriety and through just also being a functioning like contributing member of society you realize how much uh how much it changes your perspective the other thing that people forget this is the most wildest shit that people forget the imagery of when 9-11 happened the cops and the emts and the firemen they ran into the buildings and died trying to save people that's what the cops really do do you know what i mean like when when there's a domestic violence dispute that they show up you know and the you thing, know when I, there's when somebody gets stabbed or shot like who you know i've been in that situation people are like you know you're how could you like the cops i'm like well let me explain something to you my twin brother murdered me for no fucking reason he tried to murder me and you know who i called 911 you know who showed up the cops the police showed up and then and again Black on black crime. Me and my brother are both mixed race. We're both half black. Okay? It's not, it's not an interesting story for the news. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, I, I had to go into a witness protection program because my brother hired somebody to murder me. Okay? So I had so the DA had to look out for me and make sure that I stayed alive and put me in a safe house. And then I had to move around. Like So I have had this experience where I was, after I got sober and I changed my life, I became the victim of a, of, a, of a violent crime by a drug addict who's not, who's lost, who just happened to be a family member. And so I've been on both sides of that track. And I understand, you know, me and my brother are twins. We both went through the exact same shortcomings. We had exactly the same family problems. We were in the same, you know, we were together forever. We both got abandoned by my mother. My mother's a crackhead. She fucking abandoned us in the hospital. We got adopted by a family. And we both went the wrong direction. And at some point, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I went this way. And he kept going that way. And his life is the result of his choices. And so is mine. And so that's the big, to me, that's the big thing when you talk about, you know, when people are like talking about law enforcement. And people have criticized me for highlighting facts about personal character that are involved in some of these things. And they're like, oh, well, that doesn't matter because this. And I'm like, no, well, you just don't want to look at the fact that if you're living a certain way, you're already on a trajectory to negative shit and negative outcomes in your life. And there's no sense of personal accountability, yeah. you know, and that's a bigger issue. But that's what we, I found. We could talk about that forever. Yeah, that's yeah. what I found, though, is as soon as I stopped committing crime and, like, started being a good person, turns out I don't have too many issues with the fucking police. As a matter of fact, not one. In the past two years, and even when I've been stopped on my motorcycle for speeding, which is the well, worst that's your Well, wh- that's your white privilege. Yeah, fucking right. Because you, know? <laughs> you don't look like a Excuse fucking me, convict. Officer. Yeah, you know? right? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, people don't understand that either. Like, this appearance is not good. Yeah. It's not It's not working yeah. in my favor. And I mean, and that's what we kind of talked to, to Steve about is, like, you know, you get a call for someone that looks like you and I, and I think... You, I was watching your Instagram story last night. It's the same thing where it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of times when I don't have a mask on and people won't say shit, and everyone's like, "Man, if I look like you, no one would say shit to me either." And I'm like, maybe, you know, uh, yeah. like I was at Best Buy yesterday, and they didn't. Here's the thing with the mask: I keep it on me. If you tell me, ask me to put it on, I put it on. I don't volunteer that shit. Yeah. So I walk into Best Buy, and they don't tell me to put it on. I'm walking around there the whole time. Probably the only one in there without a mask. And I walked by somebody, and some guy was like, is this guy serious? Yeah, dude, I am serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, and once upon a time, I would have engaged that and thought about fucking putting his head through the display case. Yeah, yeah. And instead, it's just like, you know, it's live your life, I'll live mine. I'm six feet. I'm, I'm doing the things, but. I'm not just putting on a mask because everyone else is putting on a mask. Well, yeah, now wearing them, like, that's the thing. It's, it's, um, in, it's voluntary 
acquiescence. And so, you, you know, you start to see, you know, I was on the plane coming home from Miami and the couple in front of me, yeah. this lady, she had her cell phone in a plastic bag. I mean, dude, these are two white people who are basically wearing homemade hijabs. Like, you couldn't see their hands, their face, yeah. everything. I'm like, what do you guys like? You guys homemade, have a leprosy? Yeah, like, homemade biohazards. Yeah, too. to go on a plane. And I'm like, listen, if you're so scared, stay home. Stay at home. Don't yeah. go, don't fly anywhere. Stay home. But so they took a picture of me, a selfie, like, so she could be like, oh, this guy's not even to wearing a mask. You? And I, I have asthma and I have a, 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 a legal document, like, screenshot on my phone in case somebody asks me. I'm like I. It's like I don't have to wear this. I legally right. do not have to wear this, right? And so anyway, the the guy's like, "Oh, uh, I'm like, did you just take my picture?" You know, I waved because I'm so used to people taking right. my picture. Like I was in the airport, and I got two people asked me to take my a picture with me while I was waiting to get on the plane. Just fans that happen to be there, and they recognize me because I don't wear a fucking mask. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And so I, so I was like, oh, like, do you know who I am? And they're like, oh, uh, you know, you should really be wearing a mask. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I have asthma. He's like, well, uh, I'm a doctor. I'm like, I'm like a doctor of what? Yeah. And the plane's boarding, and then the these homies roll up and they're like, yo, it's the woke marker guy, bro. Just because you're in hair school wearing scrubs yeah, doesn't yeah. make you a doctor. By I know, the way. but so then they were like, who are you? I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm in a band. I'm like, I'm, so, I'm like, I'm like, but anyway. I was like, so what kind of a doctor are you? He's like, oh, that doesn't matter. He's like, oh, so should I wear it? And then I'm like playing with them. I'm like, should I, is it okay if I leave my nose out? And they're like, oh, no, that's very bad. And like, I'm like, oh, well, do I do it like this? And I literally put it over my eyes. Right. And like, no, it has to cover your mouth. I'm like, oh, like this? Is it like, and they just fucking, I'm just like, yo. Because it's the smart test, right? You're yeah. like, how fucking stupid are you? Right. Like, you are so stupid. That you can't actually tell that I'm making a mockery of right. your fear and insecurity of this nonsensical bullshit that is not based in science. So obviously you think that this shit is real. And it's just like hilarious to me. When I was driving here, I seen a kid walking down the street with his girlfriend or whatever. And he had just a t-shirt and shorts with the fucking spit shield like the guy wears when we go to eat. Oh, the visor. Yeah, so yeah. So you get this fucking spit shield on. And I'm thinking to myself. I want one You know how much shit can come underneath that. But if you're wearing that, I mean, getting spit in your face on any fucking day sounds awful because it's gross and it smells and uh so, but if it's come to the point where you're wearing that mask that somebody is you're thinking somebody's gonna spit in your face uh, i feel like you, you've already lost in the first place Listen, I mean, that's bro, what they put you on you in prison you to know prevent who, you from you know who my my covid te crash test dummy is is my buddy my i'm not gonna say his name <laughs> but he's a male model you know who you are he's and he's and he listen. This man has had his. He is the most attractive man, and he has had sex with a hundred over a hundred women during the lockdown. And he is not where he is not not kissing these women. Okay, right. so I'm like, when my boy gets COVID, I'll get worried yeah. because he's a fucking petri dish of fucking <laughs> spit, and slobber, right. and fucking all kinds of other bodily fluids. I'm all like, right. dude, you're like, he's gonna get AIDS before he gets COVID nineteen. Yeah. I, dude, I believe I believe like, that you get a lot of shit before that. But um, all right, so let's fucking hop into some shit here. So oh, uh, we're gonna go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's wherever it takes us. But um, all right, you sent me down a fucking rabbit hole ever since I met you. Um, Sorry, bro. No, but you know what? But that's what I was thinking about. Is it's like this, you know, wake the fuck up, right? Where it's like 
someone like you that spreads the kind of information that you spread on well, I don't even have, I don't even well, not I just have come I have things you share right yeah. so things you share mm-hmm. you either end up looking crazy or you inspire others to start thinking for themselves and start doing some research right and yeah, a lot yeah. of people that just want to stay in denial just say you're crazy or you're a conservative or you support Trump or you don't know shit and that's where it stops but that's the interesting thing is that none of those like I did uh, I was on WAAF with Mistress Carrie right. uh, this earlier last week and I, it was supposed to be like a 30 minute interview it was an hour and 47 minutes and it was the full rundown like I'm not left or right I'm not I don't have I my whole shit is dude I'm from Brooklyn like I call things out like we call, that's a love language like if I'm like my friends are like yo you're fucking up you know I'm like dude this is fucked up and people don't realize that I was a lifelong Democrat. Yeah, but wouldn't you think right now, I think personally, it, it appears to me that you are a moderate and these uh, right leanings get closer and closer as time goes on, no? No, I think what happens is, is that people um, look like if, if, if Donald Trump, right, and, and the Republican Party st- started Black Lives Matter and then use Black Lives Matter to raise money for their campaign, I would drag them through the mud too. Right, right. I would. There's a lot, and the, the thing that is interesting is that, you know, people are like, well, how come we don't go after Trump? I'm like, there's nothing to say because there are billions of dollars spent to talk shit about Trump. That's all everybody does. Right. So it's not really, it's not information, like, it's not interesting. So if I'm just outside yelling at people that the sky is blue, like one of, one of those crazy religious fanatics in the street, just be like, the sky is blue. People are like, we already know. Yeah. So there's no point in that. You know what I mean? I'm not here to be the, like, it, to me, I see constantly see celebrities just saying the same safe shit and not questioning and not thinking. I'm like, that's not interesting. And it's not helpful. It is absolutely not helpful. You're like, what is the, what is the, how is this helping anybody? And my whole thing is like, if something is bad, if I see something that I don't agree with, I'm like, yo, this isn't cool. Right. And then people are like, you're crazy. And I'm like, that's, that's where we are, where any semblance of independent thought or critical thinking has to be labeled. And it's because, people's political beliefs have become their religion yeah. so they're like you know the far left and the far lo- right yeah you're a sweaty mess fucking place dude i swear to god you motherfuckers turn the heat on when we come in here you know i got a fucking sweating issue. yeah it's a listen it's, um, you guys work for the cia in here there we feels- go now we got the fucking starbucks oh, wow. fresh delivery shout uh-huh. out my boy nolan thanks, thanks nolan player. fuck yeah you see that you see how we're doing it up in here yeah just a little guy. I shouldn't. Uh, we shouldn't drink this because they don't know. They don't, they don't s- allow Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Yeah, they don't allow their employees to wear communist paraphernalia in their <laughs> in the workplace. Whoopsie. Well, as I sweat my balls off and drink a fucking hot coffee, let's. You get didn't really it. plan this one out, yeah? So I never do, dude. I come in here every week and I, I'm freshly showered, ready to go. I stand outside in the wind for a minute. And I come in here and sweat my nuts off. You should get Botox in your armpits. Yeah, I know. But There's some some chicks I know that do that. It's yeah, it's kind of weird. A little bit of little bit of dough, Ray. Me once I can save that up. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll consider we'll, it. What? Shout out to First Form Fitness. Steve. Shout out. <laughs> um, so the sponsor the show, Andy. Uh, what the fuck, you know? Uh, so 
I, the one thing is this: is that since we've since we've done this, since I've known you, since the things that I, I would admit that it, uh, that at, at one point in time, I think prior to doing the podcast, I was like, this kid's a little bit off his fucking rocker. It's cool. Um, and then as no, we, nobody's the, ever said that about you, bro. yeah, I know. I'm fucking got it all together, dude. Um, so. But then it's like I start thinking stuff. And it's like you said, the thing that resonates the most with me that you say is do your own research. Like, you don't have yeah, to yeah. believe everything I say. Do your own research. And I'm that's what right. I started to do. I'm not always right. And, and I, I also don't want to be right. right. That's the difference. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, I'm just like, can somebody fucking tell me if this is not correct or not? Because But you start scary. to do your own research. And then it's like that's what leads to having a conversation about things. Now, what I've seen through social media and everything else is that nobody can have an intelligent intelligent or civil conversation like why can't we agree but it doesn't have to turn into fuck that i hate you i'm unfriending you i'm blocking you because you said something racist because you said something that i don't agree with we can't be friends you're a democrat i'm a republican it's fucking divide right united we stand it, I, divided I, we fall i think that that's engineered and of course I, I it think is. it's social social media created echo chambers they started doing that years ago and i think that before pre I think this was put into effect pre um, the last four and a half years ago, five years ago, when when Trump and Clinton went against each other. They started to see how they could create more. Because if everybody, if, if Democrats and Republicans and moderates and libertarians and liberals and conservatives, whatever you want to call yourself, if everybody got in a room and like took a Xanax Fuck yeah, and had a, had a conversation and like, and they was What's just the like- number? And every, and somebody got up and was like, "Okay, shit is really fucked up right now, really fucked up." And then we have to address this, and we have to address that, and we have to forget about the the two parties and all this other shit, and be like, "What is going?" Because there are things that the right is right about, there are things that the left is right about. You know what I mean? But we can't even talk, and it's like, it, you basically we're at this weird place where. Two political parties, their only way for them to beat each other is for us to hate each other. So we tune in to two or three different news like, networks to learn to be, how to hate. You gotta be smarter than that, though. Like I, I look. I'll read. I'll, I, 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 I look at the stuff that you send me. I read forums online. I read this. I read that. And then based off that, I can form an opinion, not one that's so die hard nope this is it you can't change my mind and i feel like i don't know maybe sobriety and recovery is what made me not because i lived for so long of like boston and that's it that's all there is to the world that's small-minded thinking well it's fear and right the the nature of man is to fear what he cannot understand and so if we are if we are not able to communicate with one another on each side, we will not be able to uh, understand one another, and then we cannot form a solution without an understanding. So that's the the key. the 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 media is at war with the entire population because if they don't want us to have an understanding from the left and the right together, Who so we could form change. Because if we did that as a society, we wouldn't need government. Well, no, we would need government, but we wouldn't need the the totalitarian tiptoe that's kind of going on of like less freedom and more less yeah. less. You know, they want to know everything about where we are and what we do and where we've been going and who we've been talking to and what we believe in. It's very communistic. It's very Chinese. Who do you think has the ability to be the glue to get people to unite? 
if there's one I, person. I don't know. You'd I mean, is someone like the where Rock do you find have a the non- where do you ability f- to do that? Yeah, I think he could. Oh, but he's I been kind of hush on. I, no, I he did it. He's doing a thing. I think it was t- tonight. I think he's going on like ABC to talk about all this stuff. And I mean, I think he has a career in politics. It's just anybody from Hollywood. I am nervous about because there's such a grip of cancel culture. So you can't. Yeah. So well, you know what I think we need is somebody who is a true moderate who cannot be corrupted or canceled. Right. To to be the one to be like, all right, like, throw I'm throwing my hat in the middle, yeah. like, oh fuck, you know, somebody's got to do the thing, you know, because like otherwise, who are we, what are we dealing with here? But you know, anyway, that that's just what you know. That's my pipe dream of like, you know, somebody like we need a hero. We need yeah. like it's it's you know people are like oh, Biden and Trump. I'm like this. I said this years ago, and like you know. If, if if Democrats hated Trump so much, why don't they do better? Right. Why didn't they get why why but why? Literally, what, I don't understand. Why did you get a guy who has a history, you know, of racism and prejudice and weird? I don't know what you want to call the allegations. Yeah. yeah, weird kid stuff and also, you know, like weird uh you know, he has like most politicians, he has, you know, accusations of uh, you know, rape accusations or whatever. That's uh, so, you know, and it's so like I don't and know. And it's I, I got to tell you, in 40 years, I've done a lot of bad shit. You know the two things that my name will never even come close to being weird around kids yeah. and fucking raping chicks. Yeah, it's fucking You can insane. do it, man. You can do it. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I posted a video of, of you know, we have a lot of little kid fans because they love Zombie right. and Remember When and, uh, you know, and they, like, they go to concerts with their parents and, you know, we have kids come on stage and sing and, like, I don't know, you know, I don't know when heavy metal turned into that, but, you know, I have nieces and nephews and my friends have kids and, and like, I'm like, listen, they're just little humans you know, and I did, I, I, whenever I meet a, a kid, a little kid who's like a fan, I, there's things that I do, like I get smaller so I don't intimidate them. And then I ask them questions and I, you know, like if they want to give me a hug, I'm like, is it okay to hug you? Like normal shit, like normal, normal behavior. I'm like, I, and I'm like, this is just like common sense. Like anyone who has kids around them or anything and like, you know, it's just like, that's how you behave. Like, you don't like, I, I don't know all this. Uh, I can get. We're gonna get. Well, I yeah, guess we're, gonna, is, we're gonna let's get fucking into jump right into it, right? It, yeah, and um, it's this is a real. So for anyone I get really that upset is upset with this shit. Now I am not too sure on how much this uh, organization still exists or whatnot, but there's an organization called NAMLA, which is the North American Man Boy Love Association, and they <laughs> made famous by South Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, dude, it's it's funny because it's like, well, I mean, it's not funny, but, like, in prison, you joke around with each other, like, you know, hey, who's sending you money, NAMBLA, you know? And, like, you never even think that it's an actual real fucking thing that is supported by people. And, yeah. you know, their whole thing is that it's okay that this is my sexual preference is children. Yeah. And they, you know, they also, they keep trying to attach themselves to the LGBT community. Right. And they're not having it, you yeah. know? So, like... Whatever, you know, so even for conservative or, or right-wing people who think there's something wrong with that, like, though, 
like, first of all, this is a, like, there's a distinct difference. Now, if you're an adult, and this is just, again, this is what I've been in right. bands with, with right. gay dudes. I've had friends that are transgender. I've, I have, have friends that are lesbians. I don't give a fuck who you fuck or who you want to fuck or whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't care as long as it's two consenting adults. I don't care what you want. I don't give. It's not my business. But what about so in, a, in but here, even, here but it's Let 18- me finish. It's very important. This is a, this is the important thing. Like the these people, the, the NAMBA people are trying to justify their sickness by attaching it to you know, uh, an adult community of adults who have sexual preference with other adults. It's not the same thing. There's nothing sexual about a child. And to even even justify or even think differently, you should, if you even consider in your mind that any other, anything of what I just said is, if you have any antithesis to the statement that there's absolutely nothing sexual about children, you need to go get help immediately. Yeah. You need to go talk to somebody immediately. Or drink bleach. Yeah, or hang yourself. You know what I mean? But you said, so the thing I wanted to say is that you said it, it, two consenting adults. Now, what about these states that fucking pass that 12 years old or 14 year old as consent? No, that's not. It's insane, right? Yeah, but what states are those exactly? Uh, I forget, but there's a handful of them that, uh, that made it 12, 14, you know. Because yeah, they that's, say that that's unacceptable. Um, now, but here's the other question: Is this because there are certain states where, like, if you're a, if a if like your kid if if it's two kids, like two sixteen year olds dating, it's not considered. You know, what I, I mean? mean, look at if a sixteen year old's fucking a fourteen year old, like, okay, uh, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking no, about I'm still not thirty five, not in my family. Yeah, but you're thirty five and you want to. I mean, no, that's insane. I don't even, th- I'm 38, I don't even think, like, I'm not even, a, like, psychologically, I'm not really even attracted to a woman who's under the age of 27. 52. No, no, but seriously, <laughs> like, 28, 27, I'm like, oh, yeah. you're, like, young. Right. Like, if you're 10 years younger than me, I'm like, oh, like, you're right. you're kind of, like, that's too young. Do you know what I mean? I don't, because my girlfriend's 10 years younger than me, but... Yeah, but you're older than me, so... That's right. Like, the 40, the 30, that's, right, like, right, it right. makes sense, you know no. what I mean? Um, I guess, or you're just a weird European. <laughs> fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, but I think there's, I mean, what's the, what is the, there's, there's, uh, what would you call it? There's rape of a minor, which I would classify in the, you know, 10 to 16 year old thing. And then there's rape of a child, which is like, dude, I, I don't, I, I try to wrap my head around a disorder or, I mean, is this something I feel like a lot of times? Yes, it's like is a is an abuser someone who has had this type of sexual trauma done to them? Probably, well, but I also there, feel like there's a, well, look, there's also look, we, look, there's a there's a lot, you know. This is like a different. That's a different level of it is. You know what I mean? And it's like, look, if you're, and the the thing is, is that I I know many people. Many people who were sexually abused as kids, and they have never right. sexually abused anybody, and don't even think like that, and they don't. It's never. It doesn't cross their mind. And so that, I don't know. You know, is it is it possibly the manifestation of abuse, you know, or trauma? Yeah, maybe. But it, but 
why is it selective then? Yeah. You know, and why is it that there are many cases of people who nothing bad ever happened to them, and they just this is the way that they are. There's something in with you know, and then how do you how do you fix that? Especially when it seems like they don't want to be fixed. I know. You know and, what I mean? What's the solution to that? Yeah, and uh, you know, people like that. It's like you know, if people can change, I don't know that that is the type of person that can change, and you know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, for the longest time, dude, it's like, like, you know, in prison, those people don't do well. But you know what? They do now because they're so protected that if you mm -hmm. touch one of them, you will get reloaded. In Massachusetts, anyways, you do something, anything like that, you will get buried in segregation, if not transferred out of state. Mm -hmm. But you and I get into it over something, and then they'll put us back on the same block two weeks later to hopefully stab each other, you know? And it's like, yeah. why is somebody like that so protected? Someone that can hurt, you know, there's a lot of things that my mind can't, you know, people can't comprehend shooting heroin in their neck, and I get yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. I'm not on a holy of them though, I don't, but my honestly, mind will never wrap itself I, around. But that's what I'm saying, like, that look, kind look, of the, thing. but this is the thing about judicial reform, like we talked about the issues with police brutality, Right. And we had lieutenant, uh, ex-lieutenant of Santa Monica prison uh, here. And we were talking about that. There's not adequate punishment for police officers who are who do racist things or kill people based on their race. Or there's not adequate punishment. But in the same degree, there's not adequate punishment for child sex offenders. Yeah. And if people are out here, this is the crazy. And now I'm going to talk about statistics now. We're in this, this COVID-19 fucking bullshit nonsense. And all you guys who are like, 110,000 people died. And blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up, you fucking weak, ignorant, bitch-made motherfuckers. <laughs> now let me give you some statistics. Every year, 8 million children on this planet go missing. Do you understand that? 8 million. In the United States... 800,000 kids go missing every year. Where are they going? What happens to them? Why do we not find out about this? Why is there no follow-up? If 800,000 children a year died of COVID-19 in the United States, the United States would be closed. Mm -hmm. Closed. Do you understand that? Y'all are out here tearing down Confederate statues defunding police, carrying on in the streets, wearing masks, jumping up, jumping down. You, you guys are doing the fucking Macarena. Every time the news media tells you to take two different steps, you do whatever the fuck they tell you. But you're not, you're completely ignorant and refuse to look at the statistical fact that there is seriously something wrong in this country and shit is going on that no one is talking about. That's so, that's like... You know, and so I want to talk about that. Where the fuck are these kids? Where are they going? Who's taking them? Why is this not a fucking thing? You know, yeah. you, and, and the other thing that's funny is like, it's not funny. It's just funny. Ironic. Like everyone, you, people want to defund the police, right? But the police, the sex trafficking units and the child abduction units, we can't lose these. We I can't know. lose this. You know, I've been reached out to by um, Alicia um, 
she has a Kozak. Kozak. Ko- I think it's like Kozak. Yeah, or Ko- I think something. she just goes by. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and and she's the she her, when she was a little girl, she was subdued through the internet, right. and then thought she was going to meet a friend, at like 13. a person at thirteen, another kid, and it was a man, and he he abducted her, mm-hmm. and he kept her in a dungeon, and they and they recovered her. Um, but it was the police, and so you know, she, and so we, she and I, we might have her on the show, but we we've been talking, and um, I talked to Laura Burke, who used to was was in the in the Dallas child trafficking unit, and you know, it's like if we, you guys want to defund the police, but who is going to be the people that find these kids, and why are we not putting more money into that? That is a serious thing. Like if 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 COVID nineteen killed children, every, I'd have a whole different idea. I'd have a whole different attitude towards it too. Right. If COVID nineteen killed eight hundred thousand children in America and eight million children across the country across the globe, bro, we would be done. So what are you saying? Adult lives don't matter, Tommy. No, they don't. I don't give a shit about it. you. Had a good run. If you're old, if you're Great over job. than eighteen, you had a good run. And yeah. if you fucking, you know, if you're yeah, slap on the ass. Great game. Kid. Yeah, good job, kid. Okay, so I stabbed a kid and I went to prison for it and I did my time. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like each crime has a fitting punishment. You murder. You either do life in prison or you get the death penalty. Yeah. So why, if somebody is sexually abusing or sodomizing a child, do they only go to prison for? A couple of years. And when they go, they get protected while they're in prison so that they don't get harmed. And then what is the proper punishment for somebody that does something like that? And why has it not been raised? Why has the bar not been raised on that? Again, because it's like you said, a cop gets a badge and feels like if I kill somebody, big fucking deal. I'll get off because I'm a cop. So these guys go, look at all these other guys, you know, molesting and doing this shit. Eh, You know, if I get caught, um, it's not life. I'm not going to get the death penalty. You know, if it was your balls are going to get cut off and we're going to sew them to your cheeks. Yeah. And fucking put rapist across your head or something. Yeah, yeah. People might fucking... Act differently or get the memo. Yeah. I don't, you know, who knows? But we, I don't understand. What, like, what's the fitting crime? How do we decide? I don't know, but as it, a people, I mean, what it, a fitting there might be, there, punishment like, is for a crime. Well, this thing seems to be so widespread. You know, like this year, there's been 10,000 arrests for child trafficking. Well, what do you think about these people that took matters into their own hand and burnt these motherfuckers' house down and all that shit? Yeah, is well, that I mean, social, you know, is that. Well, I don't think the, I don't think the person, the, the the offender was in the home but right do but like look if you, you i mean it's hard bro because like people are out here burning down stores because black lives matter and i'm like well you know if you want to go down burn down pedophiles houses because child lives matter i think everyone no one's gonna bat an eye at that be like yeah you know whatever i think a lot of people have this opinion too on things everyone's got an opinion until it happens to you yeah, well, so you have an opinion on a drug addict until your daughter's strung out on heroin. Yeah, you have an yeah. opinion on, you know, oh, well, this and that. No, that shouldn't happen to them until your child gets abducted and raped. And now you want the max of, you know, death. Yeah, yeah. I know me personally. It's because people don't aren't willing to believe that this is real. Like if you look at it after 9-11, there was a huge there was a huge what was it? The There's a, a movie about it. Um and there was a huge bust in Massachusetts uh, uh, with all the churches. Oh yeah, spotlight. Yeah, yeah spotlight. That were they they blew up yeah. this whole pedophile ring that was like activated in the in the Massachusetts Catholic I would say diocese. Probably one in six of my friends was sexually abused by a priest. Yeah, at we, least. Yeah, 
Me too. And, and, we then, know and that's now. the thing. Like people are like, oh, the Hollywood pedophile, like whatever. Like it's a conspiracy theory. Who the fuck knows? Some people are going down for it, but it's not the issue. Is like I just said, ten thousand people were incarcerated involving child pornography, sex trafficking, or or child abduction in twenty twenty. The average incarceration of any year that Obama was in office was 300 people to 900. So something, somebody found some shit out and something's going on and it's not being reported on. And every day, the local news are reporting all these things. So it's like Wisconsin, 15 people arrested in child sex ring, Ohio, uh, Florida, California. Like no one can see I'm in a group chat with a bunch of people who live all over the place who are like paying attention for this because when you start to look at all this stuff, you're like, this is a much larger operation than we realize, you know? And so I don't know. It's just like, we're not, nobody talks about it. And it's like, you know, and it's also, it's not necessarily some like big, there's not some big like multi-billionaire conglomerate pedophile ring going on, pulling the strings of everything. It's your neighbors, you know? I mean, right. like, I, like, dude, I, I, you know, I was in a relationship with, with someone who was the love of my life, and, like, her father sexually abused her, and it, dis- it, it destroyed her ability to be in, in a loving relationship with a man, and every relationship she's ever had, it's been the same fucking thing. No matter what, she either chooses someone who's exactly like her father or tries to turn her current person into that person because she doesn't know how to live without that component of abuse and it's like hashtag daddy issues yeah but that's what i'm saying it's not always like when we think of pedophilia it's not like it's a fucking it's like it could be the person next door it could be the guy at the grocery store it could be the mailman you know what i mean and it doesn't even have to be only men. You have, you know, women who are is like there, sexually a... abusing kids, teachers, having adult relationships with children and getting pregnant. And like, these are like the more rare stories, but none of this shit gets reported on. So it, you, you got to understand that like the tip of the iceberg is just like this. I just don't understand how somebody fucks a kid and gets less time in prison than I did for stabbing another adult. No, I don't. It's crazy. No, I don't. I don't. I, I think you should. I, I think if you, you know, I think if, if it happens twice, you get the death penalty. That's me. That's just how I feel. If you if you get convicted of child molestation twice, you should get the, you should get the death penalty. I think the first time you lose the tip of your dick in your hands. Because then I, you can't grab anyone. Okay. We'll never do that in this country. I know, but we should. It's not we should definitely lose your hands because then you can't. It's harder to get a grip on people, and we can escape. You know. Yeah, I mean, or, you know, I don't really, honestly, I don't really know what the. I, I just, don't know who, what kind of makes the fucking. But that's the thing. This is the conversation. We're like, who? How do you even so fix it? And then if there are people who genuinely are, are good people who are who are dealing with serious issues like this, and they're sick and they need help, then they have to. We how do we make sure that a our kids are safe and b people can get recovery from this thing that's going on like how what is the real solution like even if we just don't have some archaic sweeping like we're just gonna fucking get rid of all of them and like all right cool like let's just say devil's advocate these people are afflicted with some serious shit right right and they recognize it and they need 
to be rehabilitated. How the fuck do you even go about that? What do you do? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. You know, but it's like, I keep going back to that number. It's appalling. 800,000 kids going missing every year. Where are they going? Well, I think what is it, happening to Cal- them? California is in the top three. I think it's California, Texas, and I don't know. I forget the other one that are in the top three for child sex trafficking. Yeah, well, because a lot of it, and a lot of people who, you know, they're like, there's a lot of trafficking coming from south of the border. Right. And it's not, it's not Mexico. It's actually El Salvador. And they're trafficking and stealing children and tunneling them up and crossing the border through these networks. And then if you have undocumented kids, it's easy to get rid of them. Right. Oh, I think you Ve- know what I mean? Vegas was a big thing, too, because they get people with no uh, identity or anything, and they're in there doing janitor work and whatever it is, and they can easily go oh, missing really? as well. Yeah, I think something in the casinos I read. But um, all right, two, two things I want to get to before we get out of here is uh, the fireworks. Yeah, because I've been thinking about that a lot, too. Right. And I read yeah. something this morning about that. You know, it's a uh, to to make you lose sleep and sleep deprivation and start to get us so that we more uh, agitated into conflict. And then I've seen another thing that said it's so that uh, when bombs start happening and chaos breaks out, you'll still just think it's fireworks or. It's odd, dude. It's uh, every fucking night. There's so m- in my town I mean, in Koreatown. I feel like there's a goddamn, there's a parade or something. The fucking yeah, Patriots it, just won the Super Bowl. Every, like, what the fuck is going on? Every, ever since the riots, the, that was the first night. And the fireworks have been going on every single night since then. Now, I've seen homeless people lighting on fireworks in the daytime. So I just assumed it was like homeless people are being idiots and fucking they got nothing else to do. So they're just lighting on fireworks right. like... But then I'm like, where the fuck are they getting yeah. fireworks? Are from? crates being left like the fucking bricks were? Just a crate of fireworks somewhere? I haven't seen any. But then I saw some conspiracy theory that the police were actually setting off fireworks, which makes me believe. Anytime I see some online, like, oh, the, like the cops are putting bricks yeah. there. And it's like a, a video of the cops taking the bricks and someone just. Right. Recording in, re- that one. Inverted. No, they, they just oh, rewind, rewind they, it. Yeah. They yeah. Re- <laughs> reverse the video and i'm like bro and then overdub vocals like and i'm like it's this quality microphone right. not an iphone right so i you know i'm like it's like my with me i'm it's like my cousin Vinny. i'm like bro the guy's over here with a thing and you can't really yeah. you know i just figure things out i don't know but Either uh that, i don't you know it's just like what is going on with the fireworks i just why is it the thing you know it's like even if you're getting unemployment or stimulus and you're bored or whatever it is and you go you know what dude i'm getting fucking fireworks yeah i don't know I don't know who's the, like. It's very fucking odd, whatever's going on. But can you please cut the shit after midnight? I'd appreciate it. Thanks. My dog will fucking thank you, too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's cra- in New York. It's like. It's what happened? Father's Day weekend, like 104 people got murdered by guns over the weekend. That was what, Chicago? No. Or in New York? No, Chicago was. I think Chicago was worse. Or what is it? 104 in Chicago and 70 in New York. Anyway, yeah, my, my family lives in New York and like my buddy lives in Midtown. Like, and he's just like, dude, I'm leaving. And he lives in in a fucking. He's living it up. And he's like, dude, the crime rate in New York has he it has dropped to the 1970s where it was the highest it has ever been for murders. And it's because of this defund the police shit and all this fucking madness. 
because they're letting people out of jail. You're letting the criminals back out. You know, de Blasio's got some fucking bill where, like, you get arrested, they book you, and they put you right back out on the street. And I don't understand why, like, what are they, you know, Mayor Garcetti was like, oh, it's going to be like Gotham City, get ready. I'm like, nigga, I'm not hanging out for that shit, bro. <laughs> like, that's the other thing, too, bro. I'm not, I don't have a, like, I don't want to be in a war zone situation because I will not think twice about extinguishing life. I know, me too. I don't have, I don't have any more. But I think qualms. a lot of this comes down to, again, like you said about accountability. Like, this is really showing me how parenting has been for the past 20 years. Because yeah, but it's also the leadership of these democratic states. And it's like, this is what the, where my thing is, fuck all these kids, fuck all this nonsense bullshit. The leadership is like, there's no order. And they and these motherfuckers hate Trump so much, they're willing to turn their cities into a fucking war zone to make the country like bad, thinking that they're gonna affect a presidential change. And what's happening is that I'll tell you this much, my liberal, my liberal, liberal friends, they're they're gone. They're like, no, they're like, I'm not with this anymore. So they're losing. I mean, droves and droves of liberal voters just aren't going to vote because they're like these people. Are, they like, still refuse to I'll, vote for I'll, Trump. But they, they, won't, won't. they won't vote for Trump, but they're like our party is, has gone utterly communistic and it's madness. And that, like, I can't, you know, so that's that's what I'm getting. A lot of people are like, dude, this whole this year was not every the extreme measures that have been taken have pushed people anyone who is like anyone who has common sense is like uh, i'm not doing this anymore some people still believe in that everything that goes wrong is trump's fault but they also don't leave democratic states it's your fault <laughs> yeah it's my i did uh, i did this i'm blaming you um all right so sandwiches sandwiches uh so somebody asked us a pretty good question you know you ask people to leave questions and um what was the question once i fucking got through all the hot eyes um yeah I said tommy will you marry me oh um so a kid asked uh, a lot of dudes sending those yeah thank god uh the future of what a man is so in world war one world war two era men versus men to t men of today like should we be trying to emulate that today and what should the future man look like? And I personally think that no, because the World War One, World War Two was just very, they were assholes and alcoholics and beat their wives. And, you know, it was very, don't cry, I'll give you something to cry about. It was that very, that mentality. And I think now it's a little too soft. So it's like, what's that in between of, I think, how we are? I'm a man. You're a man. Uh, I very much could be, violent if provoked but mm -hmm. i also can call you and have a regular conversation and tell you that like i'm struggling and like when, when you were going through that stuff and and we talked a few times on the mm -hmm. phone and i was dealing with some shit and you were dealing with some shit and we we're able to show up for each other like that and not be like you're such a pussy for doing that yeah you know? yeah well yeah i mean uh, i think that i don't what what it, what it should a man look like? It should be whatever you like. This was this is the main problem that I think people who are trying to assert and dictate what a man is is supposed to be, you can't do that. Like, you know, 
I'm a man, you're a man, he's a man. If you're tall, if you're short, if you're fat, if you're skinny, if you're black, white, whatever your religion is, you're Asian, you're this or that, your dick's this big, your dick's this small, you fucking, you wear these clothes, you wear that, you're still a man. You're a man. Shit, if, you, if you're a woman and you feel like you were born a man and you want to be a man, I'll still call you bro. Right. I don't give a fuck, you know? But what we can do is we can no longer subject ourselves to women telling us what a man is supposed to be right because you bitches don't know i'm gonna be real with you like but that's what i feel like you feminism know? turned into it was like because feminism because went from support women in their third, rights to hate men but it's an agenda third wave feminism is not true feminism it's not about equality it's about totalitarian takeover and this is what this is again like you go back to black lives matter the organi organization is run by three lesbians who will who do not make room for leadership positions to any heterosexual man or any heteronormative woman that's not what their their agenda is not the black community there's a very specific socialist communism agenda and that's like what's going on and the whole can you be white and be a member of black lives matter or uh, probably if you're a trans Maybe. I don't fucking know. Or or you could be Sean King. You know what I mean? You could literally just pretend that you're black. What do they call it? Trans uh trans ethnic <laughs> whatever the fuck. That guy's a fucking clown, dude. I, I wanna see his fucking I wanna see his his twenty three and me. He's out here talking about like <laughs> You know, he's like, we, he's like, Jesus is, is we got to get rid of Jesus because he's a race. Jesus is racism. It's ra white supremacy. And I'm like, dude, there are, there's like 400 versions of Jesus. There's a Chinese Jesus. That's Every, the one. That's the one I like. Yeah, the there's Chinese a, there's one. a, there's African Jesus. There's a black Jesus. Every culture and every artist over the history of Christianity depicted Christ as they saw people. That they were around because guess what? They didn't have planes, trains, and automobiles. Right. So all these these historical pieces of art, whether it's European or African or Asian or whatever, they depicted Jesus as the the motherfuckers they saw because that's all they could imagine. Right. So it has nothing to do with white supremacy. And dude, Sean King should just fucking kill himself, bro. I'm so sick and tired of this dude. Like, how much longer? Do black people have to listen to or white people tell them how they're supposed to think and feel? I'm like, bro, this is this dude is literally the epitome of racism. You're literally out here telling us what we're supposed to think and feel and where our outrage should be. Who? Who? What? It's like this is the hypocrisy of that whole shit. It's fucking laughable and it's pathetic. But so anyway, fucking and and the cause which I believe in is obscured by the corporation because it is a corporation it's not a nonprofit. it's a, a fucking corporation anyway uh what is a man supposed to be what you define the terms you you know and it's like well, i think I, it's in the way of like i don't really know either I, you know it's like uh, I, I guess what here's what i know is like, what i thought it, was supposed to be a man for the longest time led me nothing but pain misery trouble aggravation anger hate when I thought what I was supposed to be as a man, when I learned more love and compassion and yeah, like, but, to but that's the thing is like when you, you said love and compassion, why are we seeking to deter to, why are we seeking to define the terms and conditions of what we are when what we are should be defined by the terms and conditions of the way that we treat each other and how we live in this world. Exactly. I don't need what, well, who cares? You're a dude. You're like, everyone is so, uh, 
we're so invested in labels and identity politics. And I look, I died. I had a near death experience, and I'm here to tell you. I've what said, did Jesus I've said look this like? Before. Was he Chinese? No, it, oh. I'm just here to tell you that this ain't it. And that when you're dead, there is no race and there is no gender. Your soul is carting around a fucking bag of flesh. So I'm like a Ken doll? I'm no. just got welded pots? No, everybody's light. We're oh. all, everybody, my experience was that all of us are attention. Like we're points of attention of a greater consciousness. And I, David Icke talks about this too, and so does Eckhart Tolle and all these different spiritual gurus and a lot of people who have had these like massive separation where your spirit is a separate from your body and you realize that your soul has been has been around for eons dude like dude you do breath work and i swear to god you you start to realize that because yeah, you start yeah. to feel well yeah because when your body is like when i did immobile, breath work was when i started to realize like this isn't the first life i've lived you know, mm -hmm. it was fucking insane sometimes but you see how this is just it's gonna <laughs> rot yeah. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, like, take your, go ahead, take your vegetables, go, go, take your vegetables out of the fridge, and leave them on the counter for a week, and just, you know, watch them. But eat them at the end. No, just watch them. Just like they're gonna rot away and die, and so are you. But you're gonna still be here. You'll still exist. So all this, like, this nest, this, this, this impending necessity to identify with stuff that we. Imagine our imagination is our fucking own worst enemy, dude. I can't, you know. I, and it's like, especially with transgender. Like, I, I have a few friends that are transgender, and what I see that shit that they post, how much hate they get on a daily basis. Like, just let this motherfucker live, dude. Who yeah, gives yeah. a fuck? It, like, what? Why can't somebody else be happy? And I, don't I just know. don't get that mentality of taking time out of your day because to make it, somebody else's day m more shitty. Because it threatens. There, it threatens people's own identity politics, right? And so, you know, it's like, if someone is transgender, just like, what is the problem? You don't have to fuck them. Yeah. What the fuck do you care? They probably don't want to fuck you either. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, it's like the guys who are like, it's like, it always reminds me of like those like fat motherfuckers who watch the fucking pageants and they're like, oh, she's got a long yeah, toe. She's, you know? <laughs> like, she's got she's a got long a middle toe. on her nose. It's Gross. Like, don't, nigga, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. why are you even worried about it? Who cares? Like, who the fuck cares? I had a, I have a buddy who he he, he married a trans woman and I, I'm like, sick. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Do your thing. Try it out. Be a first, good person. You know I mean? Give I, it a shot. I never, I never went. So actually, I... <laughs> So a trans woman hit me up and was like, hey, would you, uh, and I was like, nah, I've never, I'm like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> it's just not my thing. Okay. You know, and I've done a lot of things. That's just not my thing. Yeah. I don't you know believe I mean? me, dude. I, I, I'm just I like, get it. cool. Like, and that's okay. But I'm not, I, but like, I'm not But you're not, not going mad. out of your way to make somebody days. No, I'm not mad and I'm not threatened. Like I'll, a perfect example yeah. is I, like when years ago when Tinder was out, I, I met on. a girl, uh, yeah, well, I met a, a chick who was trans, and then I didn't know. And then we, we met and went on a date, and, like, yeah, I same. realized, and then, you know, I just, we we hung out and talked, and we went out, and we were on a date, and then after, I was like, yo, like, you know, I was I like, the I'm, same thing. I'm like, I'm not really, that's not my preference. We became but, great friends, but I was like, I don't want to fucking... Yeah, play with your tits. But Sorry. you don't. But the thing is, you don't have to be disrespectful to a person's right. situation. You don't have to hurt someone's feelings. You don't have to make them feel less than. And it doesn't it like just because 
that person is experiencing that thing, it doesn't, it's not a threat to you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just people are transphobic, like they're, they're fucking COVID phobic. And it's like, you got to stop with that. Like, it's the same thing as racism like, or anything else. It's something yeah. that you don't understand. So try to fucking understand it. Yeah, Look either, into it a little bit. Do some goddamn do research. Do some research. And then, you know, and it doesn't make you, it doesn't make anything wrong with you. You're not a pussy yeah. if you well, like, give people, a shit enough to yeah, like understand what someone's going through. That's giving more of a fuck about what people think about you and being like, oh, if I hang out with a trans, people are going to think I fuck trans. If I hang out with a gay guy, people are going to think I'm gay. Who gives a fuck what anyone thinks? Well, yeah, are you like, happy? It goes back to what other people think is none of our business. And then. It's and it's the labels too. It's like just fucking, you know. Am I, this is how kind of how I think about it. I'm like, look, is it possible if reincarnation exists, as I've experienced dying and being and coming back, that like a masculine spirit is put into a feminine body or a feminine spirit is put into a masculine body? Yeah, that could that could be. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll okay. still hang with you if you get tits. Yeah, well, that was clever. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, you don't get uh, back in the gym. You're gonna grow your own tits. <laughs> ah. Um. You can uh, find us at DeviantGentleman.com. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and all listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff, Deviant Gentleman Podcast, YouTube, Deviant Gentleman Podcast, uh, Facebook and Instagram, at Deviant Gentleman. Uh, Tommy's personal Instagram is at Tommy Vexed. Mine is at Shane.Vidco. You know what's going on that's weird is when I post the the at Deviant Gentleman on Instagram, people can't get to it. Yeah, it's shadow banned. Like you have to fully, t- even yeah. on YouTube, everything, like you have to type in every single letter for it to come I wonder out. why that is. Hmm. 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 Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. So yeah, so, it, so if you are a fan of the show and you do like it, when you just tag your friends, yeah. just at anybody who Subscribe, you think. Subscribe, follow, yeah. add us. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for the su- support. And, and all then the keep love. up with the subjection, the subjections, the suggestions, because yeah. we're going to start. We, we want to talk about, you know, we want to have conversations and we're going to yeah. bring people on. We're going to have some guests and it's going to get interesting. So okay. I don't even know where I'm looking. I'm, there's cameras everywhere. I don't know which ones are on. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.